This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, as Rusty said, if we get further information on what has taken place at the Harding High School with the stabbing, we will go to that right away. We spent uh, close to 40 minutes on it last hour. But again, breaking news, if necessary, we'll get to it. And obviously, CBS News is continuing to cover the fact that the Pentagon and the White House announcing about at the same time the Harding High School story broke, that the Pentagon has uh, downed another high-altitude object, this time over Alaska, at about uh, 40,000 feet. So all that information uh, is still unfolding in front of us, and we will get to that when more information is there. But we're going to go back to previously scheduled programming. And by the way, there's a football game that people are going to pay pretty close attention to on Sunday. We call it the Super Bowl, and our uh, football guru, Matthew Collar is with us. Let me get to uh, one purple item, and then I want to get into the game itself. Brian Flores is a recognizable name because of his work with the Dolphins, because of his litigation against the Dolphins, that he was treated differently as a uh, as a black man, and what happened in the hiring of the Giants of uh, Brian Dable, and what Bill Belichick said. He also was with Belichick for a long time, very successfully. He's their defensive coordinator. He is well-respected, and it appears to be a hire that a lot of people like. The problem I still have with this, Matthew, is he still has the same players. And I think he's an upgrade compared to Ed Donatel, and his background tells us he's going to coach a different style, 4-3, much more aggressive than Donatel, 3-4, sit back see if a team will make a mistake. But he can only do so much, right, unless they really change the players, in my view. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, when Pat Shermer said, it's the players, not the plays, uh, I was like, that's going to stay with me forever because I think that that's totally, totally true. I think that um, you can mess up the players like Ed Donatel did last year by never using Harrison Smith in the box or by – making Eric Hendricks, who's a great man coverage linebacker, into a pure zone coverage linebacker. Like, you can make them worse, um, but a lot of times it does come down to just your personnel. And I think that the Brian Flores hire actually works on that level too, though, because one of the things that's in his background that's really unique for someone who has been a head coach and who is now a defensive coordinator is that he actually began in scouting, um, that his player evaluation ability is probably beyond what most coaches are um you know because most coaches kind of either play the game and come up through the ranks or 
start as a graduate assistant or something like that, but he actually began after playing at Boston College in Bill Belichick's scouting department and then also interestingly coached a lot of different elements of the game. I mean, he was a special teams assistant. He was a linebacker's coach. He was a safeties coach. Like He's had a lot of really um, unique experience there, but I, I think it's just a fact of the matter that if you try to run the same group out, especially when you look at next year's schedule, which has Mahomes, Burrow, the 49ers, the Eagles, it's going to be one of the toughest opposing quarterback schedules in the league. Like That's not going to work, no matter how much different it is, no matter right. how much more they blitz or anything like that. So uh, I think that his evaluations of what they have and what they need are pretty important here. And also, what's his opinion? And this is when he talks to the media, going to be one of the top things that we ask next week is, like, does he think that they're close and that it was Donatello's fault, which, you know, will maybe phrase a little more uh, cautiously, but, or, or does he think that, you know, this is going to be a project that, you know, takes a couple of years because I think it's going to be a project that takes a couple of years, but do they think that Brian Flores is going to be the man to turn it all around quickly? All right, let's switch to the, uh, the Super Bowl itself. And I want to talk about the Eagles and how I think, it's hard to judge them at all for the playoffs for the obvious reason on the Giants weren't that good. They played well, and they beat an okay Vikings team. And then they got totally outclassed by the Eagles, and then we were looking forward to a good San Francisco-Philadelphia game, and I think you were the next quarterback. You know, I, I would have rather watched you than just handing the ball off, handing the ball off, handing the ball off. Now, I don't want to diminish what the Eagles did, when for the regular season, they appeared to be the best team in the NFC and maybe the best team in the league. So do you downgrade them in any way off two layups? I just don't remember another team making the Super Bowl when they played against two teams and the games are basically over about when they started. Yeah, I mean, I do think that them – absolutely smashing the Giants matters um, that, you know, we saw this from the Vikings losing to the Giants, playing a close game with the Giants, that that team was not a joke. Um, they were not great, but they were certainly not a joke, had a lot of talented players and the Eagles just dismantled them. I think that this applies to a lot of sports basketball as well. Like if you are destroying the bad teams, that tells us something. It doesn't tell us everything, but it does tell us something about your overall strength. And I agree with you that I was looking forward to that 49ers Eagles game all week. And then by the first 49ers drive, it was basically <laughs> over. It's like, oh man. Right. Um, and, and I would have loved to have seen that matchup. I think either way, we would have been talking about a really good contender in the Super Bowl, though. The thing about the Eagles is if Jalen Hurts didn't get banged up at the end of the season, they might have won 16 games. Like, I, I think that yeah. from top from top to bottom, uh, you know, they are so strong from their roster. The trenches, they might have the best offensive and defensive line combination in the league. They have one of the best receiver combinations in the league. They have good running backs. Jalen Hurts has played exceptionally well and was in the MVP conversation this year. I think it's, it's very hard to say, well, you know, because they kind of lucked out with that San Francisco game that they're not that strong because when you look at the group of players that they're running out there, and so many of them are proven stars in the league, it's hard, it's hard to say that they're fraudulent. It's just that Somebody playing in the NFC is not the same as somebody playing in the AFC this year. I mean, yeah, I think right. that Kansas, Kansas City as a complete roster 
is probably getting underrated here because of Mahomes. And I know that's your that's your favorite thing is underrated, overrated. Well, this is <laughs> this is an underrated yeah. complete group. I, I mean, I think they have a very good defense that bailed them out in the Jacksonville game when Mahomes got hurt, uh, and that played exceptionally well against Joe Burrow. Sacked him a bunch of times, pressured him a bunch of times. So I don't think that this will be any easy task. But I think that. You know, at the end of the day, we, we can't really downplay how good the Eagles really are. So let's switch to Mahomes here. He gets hurt against uh, Jacksonville. He plays against Cincinnati. It's uh, the wild finish, the debate on the, the personal foul, which I, to me, I think they had no choice myself. Um, and it's almost like we're not talking about his high ankle sprain anymore whereas if this was a normal situation a high ankle sprain guys would miss three to four weeks should this be an afterthought or are we going to be watching this game on sunday at some point and go oh that's right patrick mahomes still cannot play like patrick mahomes yeah i think it does matter against the team that he's going up against it can't be said enough that the eagles had 70 sacks this year which is just i think that's I was, double what the minnesota Vikings had i mean it, it's just preposterous. Like, they have the best defensive line. They had a good defensive line, and then they said, how about Linval Joseph and Indomitian Sue come play for us yep. in a part-time role? I mean, that is a bunch of monsters up there. And that's, that's going to be the biggest challenge because you remember uh, how did Tampa Bay, outside of having Tom Brady beat Kansas City, it was by pressuring Mahomes. And anybody who gets pressured more than 50% of the time in a game is probably going to lose. So it comes down to – getting the ball out of his hands quickly. And the reason that I, you know, I still think Mahomes can be great is because he's also one of the best quick games quarterbacks in the entire NFL too. I mean, that's why it's like trying to find a weakness in Michael Jordan's game, right? Where it's like, there's, there's nothing that this guy doesn't do as well or better than anyone else. But I do think that the scrambling ability has to be a factor. That play where there was the personal foul at the end was the only time that he cleared like 14 miles an hour running, which is very slow. That's like Kirk Cousins speed. So the only time that he got up to more speed than that was when when the game was absolutely on the line. So you could tell that it was hurting him and that it was affecting him. But that's where the two-week break comes in that now we're talking about like he should be in good enough shape uh, to be able to escape. And the Eagles, even though they have a complete defense, the middle of their defense, the linebackers, the safeties, the secondary are probably not among the absolute best in the league. And if Mahomes can pick them apart, then he can have a big day against them. Last thing, real quick. Uh, Mahomes wins MVP. Jefferson wins Offensive Player of the Year. I'm still a little perplexed because I don't think Mahomes plays on defense. If Mahomes wins MVP so easy as he did, shouldn't he also be the Offensive Player of the Year? <laughs> yes. So uh, recently, the Offensive Player of the Year has been a way to give the award to someone who's not a quarterback. And I actually yeah. completely agree with this because Cooper Cup got it last year. Cooper Cup was not the most valuable player in the league will always and forever be a quarterback. There's just no debate about that. And even Justin Jefferson himself has said, like, it's pretty tough to make an argument that anyone could be more valuable walking the planet playing football than Patrick Mahomes. But I like it. I mean, if you're going to say, like, I think it was Derrick Henry a couple years ago, hey, this guy ran for 2,000 yards or this receiver – you know, led you know led the NFL in receiving and was his entire offense for his team. Like he deserves an award. I am totally cool with that. Yes, by your logic, you are a hundred percent correct. It couldn't possibly be 
someone different if it's an offensive player. But if they want to make that separation in the future to give it to someone other than the QB, totally good with that. And Justin Jefferson was deserving. Thank you, sir. Great stuff as always. We'll talk soon. Sounds good. Thanks, man. Matthew Collar. Let me get uh, just a little more information for you on what the Pentagon did in shooting down another high-altitude object, this time over Alaska. Brigadier General Pat Ryder is uh, briefing reporters and saying that they believe that this constituted a reasonable threat to aircraft in the area, but he's saying right now we do not know the country. Uh, We don't know the origin. We don't know where this came from. So I can't fault anybody for wondering if this is China again, but right now... Our top military saying we don't know the origin at this place. So what a busy afternoon. Bob Hagen is going to join us next segment. We're going to remind you about the great story of my father and Prince at the Super Bowl in Miami where Prince performed the greatest halftime show ever. So Hagen, in a matter of moments. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 